Murdoch. I'm coming to get you. Remember Sally when I promised to kill you last? I lied. Get off my plane. I have come here to chew bubblegum and kick ass. And I'm all out of bubblegum. John, I'm not gonna shoot you between the eyes. I'm gonna shoot you between the balls. The disease. I'm the cure. I'm gonna take you to the bank, Senator Trent. There can be only one. Dead or alive, you are coming with me. I'm going to kill them all, sir. Bad Boys 2. Which one do you think I'll prefer? No, I mean, which one do you want to watch first? And that's pretty much how we started this year, Nate. It's which one do we start off the year with first? Point Break or Bad Boys 2? And I think we started with Bad Boys 2. We started correctly. I think we did. We did. But also, I just got to say, real quick, in the new year, Damn it, Charlie and Nate, you boys have got a bodies count higher than Mount Everest. I got to hit the mayors up my ass higher than the hemorrhoid. Oh, the chaos and destruction that you two are causing. Oh, I can't handle it, Charlie and Nate. How, how, how'd you guys sink a boat? Is, you know, how <laughs> <laughs> oh, you going to wreck another vehicle? We don't pay for personal property. That's why we drive police cars. That, that's, that wasn't just, if you watch real quick, look, no, that's, wait, no, no that, that's a DEA car. They're, they were involved into it, too. It, it was uh, <laughs> it was good beer, bad movie night. They were also involved. You two are the only podcast that manages to have a body count so damn high. That was the whole point. Speaking of which, it's now our third year of trying to have the highest body count of all time. Because it's 2023, Nate. It is. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. We totally skipped Whew. our introductions, but good Lord, three years, people should know who they're listening to by well, now. Well, this could be your first time listening. You don't know. You're like, what's with the maniac yelling? It's because we Go don't back have a third one. guy to yell at us. <laughs> Go back one or two. You'll totally understand the show. You'll get the vibe. It's always good. But welcome to a new year of Give Me Back My Action Movies, the podcast. For the new people, I am your host, Charlie. With me, as always, is Nate. Say hello to the people, Nate. This is me. That, yeah. So I, am I figured they figured that out, but you made me feel bad, so I did an intro anyway. It's your fault. So, we wanted to uh, ring in the new year with something pretty bombastic. A lot I, I of I think action. we want to go for big. Big. You big. Know, like, a grand scope. A grand giant explosion and who does giant explosions better than michael bay michael bay our man michael bay our producer jerry bruckheimer so you put those two together on a movie and there's just magic at least for the first four movies they do together (laughs) and then you become a meme of yourself the rock rocks number two that came out after Bad Boys. Then we got Bad Boys 2, which is what we're covering. Then he did Armageddon, which is 
Good God. Um, yeah. We're going to yeah, have to cover that one yeah. of these days. Uh-huh. And then it kind of rolls into where he started doing like the Transformer movies. And then the, the first few were fine. It's just now he needs to stop. It's just okay. <laughs> okay. Stop. Just stop it, man. Just let someone else take over for a little bit. They did with the Bonebee movie, which sadly that was the one I didn't watch. Yeah, I still haven't watched it yet. Yeah, either. I kind of forgot about it, actually. Yeah, and that's the one that was supposed to go more of the G1 version of And we're getting Beast Wars this summer, so. I guess we can't bitch if we don't literally watch the movie that yeah. Michael Bay and didn't do. He did pass it off to other people, so yeah, we, what are we doing? Old man yells at Cloud. <laughs> that's, that's exactly. Old man yells at Michael Bay-shaped explosion Cloud. That's exactly what we're yelling at Oh, watch this, though. All right. It's 2003. Yes. I'm like 14, I think. Okay. I don't know how old you would be. 15. I'm 15. 15. This is a prime 15-year-old action. Like, this is what, when you're 15, you want to (laughs) see. Oh, absolutely. Um, I'm starting this out with a hot take right now. I like Bad Boys 2 more than I like Bad Boys. Yeah, same. This this is my favorite one. Taya Leone is annoying as hell in the first one. The I like first the st- one doesn't have nearly enough explosions compared no. to this one. Or bullets or yeah. car chases. It's also not like five movies literally crammed together. I forgot this movie was two and a half hours long, Nate. Oh, this is a long <laughs> movie. And, uh, that was the one thing. There are some parts where I'm like, I really don't care. Just get me back to yeah. the chaos. <laughs> I don't need any of this talking. More action. More yeah. action. More jokes. More action. Jokes. Yes. Action. Jokes. Action. <laughs> like, the fact that like it really does try to give you this serious like dramatic cop story at the same time. It's like, no, nah, I don't care. They do. They, it sets up for a little bit, and then all of a sudden, the tension is cut with like some kind of joke. Like the one that bugs me the most is probably what everyone remembers the most from this movie, other than the explosions, is the the boyfriend coming to pick up the his daughter for the yeah. date. Before that was a big emotional thing between Mike and Marcus that Marcus was like turning in his papers to be transferred. He was done. Yeah, he doesn't uh, want to be with Mike anymore. He doesn't want to be. Mike is nothing but problems. Mike comes in the house the next day. He's looking at the yearbook. It says bad boys for life, you know, ride or die, like really like trying to ride push together. This, we die together. You know, like there's this divide between the bond and then we get the best joke in the entire movie <laughs> of them two like buddy buddy all of a sudden again giving reggie hell and i i like all of a sudden i'm supposed to forget that marcus is like ha- hates mike for the most part you know is pissed off at him and is leaving and it's like this just doesn't feel it's so disjointed but i i love the reggie part though <laughs> i can't yeah it doesn't like matter whatsoever I, even there are some shots in this movie that are so epic. It's the only way to put it. Like when Marcus yeah. is on the phone and finds out that, you know, the drug Lord has his sister and it has this like shot that like rises above with him. That oh, yeah. looks so cool. Like that's in my head of like when, when cop movies do something cool, that's what this, this does. <laughs> shit. Shit just got real. You know, yeah. and it's, we haven't even played the trailer yet, but that you you brought that up, and I was I was just sitting here watching like the behind the scenes, and they were talking briefly about the first Bad Boys, and Michael Bay's talking about his 
what the shot he's known for where the camera starts low and the camera slowly rotates around the actors as it raises up for this really dramatic thing. And his producer on the first one's like, yeah, we don't have time for that. And he goes, no, 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 I need this shot. He's like, no, we're not going to do it. He goes, this is a trailer shot. Trust me. And it literally has turned into kind of the shot Michael Bay's known for, for a lot yeah, of I know. dramatic it's, it's stuff. Fantastic when he does it. And like- I think it's even that shot where it is where Marcus finds out that his sister got took and you know the shit just got real is that like slow pan yeah, it around, goes around and, like, and yeah, then up. So you know, I Michael can't. Bay had to fight for that shot, and it's what he's known for now. I love <laughs> it. But like I said, we haven't even played the trailer yet. I got us a bad boys trailer, so let's set the mood for everyone else that maybe isn't in the mood for bad boys. I don't know how you wouldn't be, but we are, so let's do it. What is your job description? I'll tell you. Tactical narcotics team. You know, Mike, I had an epiphany. I realized that God sent you here to test me. Somebody shot you. And who be you? Me? I shot you? Yeah. It's like it hit the meat. It ain't nowhere near the whole. Tactical, discreet, displaying finesse and subtlety. What are you, a cop or a model? Hey, don't hate the player. Hate the game. I hate the teller. What was subtle about your work today? Oh, this is all your fault. Can we please talk about this later? I want to talk about it right now. Well, I'll see if they'll give us a timeout. all right there's the uh bad boys two trailer if if charlie sounds high on energy today i'm gonna have to explain we record these early so it's not even christmas yet and my wife has literally filled the house with christmas cookies uh peanut butter balls uh oh you're on sugar she makes, high you're gonna crash here soon i oh dude <laughs> charlie's like taste this does this taste okay yeah it tastes great here try this does this taste good and then i still have to steal a cookie or two i've been eating christmas fudge all day <laughs> so we're both on a sugar high they were both gonna crash so <laughs> a, a high energy movie and you have higher energy charlie and nate <laughs> recording this today and i'm drinking a sugar drink and <laughs> all this other stuff so let's go let's do this but yeah so that if anyone's like are these guys on crack almost kind of <laughs> christmas crack so yeah <laughs> i i didn't even need a trailer for bad boys too like i no. liked part one as a kid i remember when we rented that one when it came out on video you know yeah. it was great yeah, it's, it's a good movie Martin Lawrence was huge in the nineties for how funny it oh was. Oh my god, he was there was a dude. moment in time where Will Smith could do literally no wrong. It, yeah. And honestly, you know? that moment that moment only went away recently. I mean, and yeah. all let's be honest, Will was like the golden child forever till the incident. But you know? like and, 
the man was always in a banger. Like if you knew you were going to get something amazing with him in it, you know, except Wild Wild West. Except Wild Wild West. <laughs> except Wild Wiggy Wiggy Wild 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 West. <laughs> but like, and that's part of the thing is like Bad Boys was you know that introduction into how awesome he could be. So the fact that we got yeah. a sequel to it, hell yeah, we're all in it instantly. You know. Yeah, I found out that the uh, studio actually tried to do the sequel sooner than when it came out. Um, but Mike, once once Bad Boys showed that it was popular and profitable, like that's when he just started rolling into movie after movie, and the studio had to wait to get Bad Boys Two started. So that says a lot for Michael Bay. Now it totally makes sense. Now I do have a confession: sure. I haven't watched Bad Boys for Life yet. Okay, well, then we're on the same page because I bought it and I still haven't watched it I almost bought it the other night because I was like, oh, I should watch it. But I'm like, there's no way it's going to be as good as Bad Boys 2 and I'm only going to be let down. And even after rewatching Bad Boys 2 for the first time in quite a while, I'm like, yeah, it's still still really awesome. Like, there's no way you could top this. Like, there's just I, I don't think it's possible. I don't want my heart broken. I don't either. I found it at Dollar General for $5. So I bought it. I was like, okay, I'll have it. It's there. If I ever get in the mood to sit down and watch it, yeah, I've got it. You know, and for five bucks, I'll, I'll risk the five bucks. I, I, I've had it for, I don't know, beginning of the year, something like that. And I haven't put it in yet. Um, I love Bad Boys 2 so much. It's like, I don't want to be let down by these characters. That's and I exactly already... where I'm at, especially with how long it took to get the sequel. It took even longer than what it did from one to two. Oh, oh, you Lord. know, oh, absolutely. We're talking. What was it like? Seventeen 15, years? If, yeah, fifteen to seventeen years. Well, this but, one took, yeah. I think, eight years, nine years, something like that. Like, was it that long before this one? Came? It was, was Bad Boys. I keep forgetting Bad Boys was that early in the nineties. Bad Boys was the VHS tape that broke our VCR. Oh my god! So I remember we had to like get it out that we could return it to the video store. I still, I if I had to list like what's your favorite movies from the nineties, I never say Bad Boys. Not that it's not one of my favorite movies. You think Bad Boys is a two thousand movie? Exactly. Like, two thousand, and then three years later we got Bad Boys too. But no, that's no. I, I although I'm glad they waited. I'm glad Michael Bay got busy and did movies. You know, like The Rock and Armageddon. Before he jumped back into no, the bad boys, it makes sense universe. to allow him to do something like this because the grand scope of this movie is insane. We're talking about an action movie of a hundred thirty million dollar budget, and it's all on screen, dude. Yeah, all like, of that money is you can see it. It's not one of those like, where did you spend the money? I don't understand. No, I see every single penny on. The I screen. see every bullet. And what it penetrates and what it destroys, you know, like as much shit as everyone wants to give Michael Bay shit, I would say probably what eighty five percent what you see on screen is actually happening. Oh yeah, this is this is still where practical was king. Like all these stunts are but, like, actually Bay happening. Always done that, even with like the Transformer movies. As much CGI as there is, he still is actually blowing up cars and then superimposes the CGI. Over oh yeah, it. that way you get a more realistic flow to it all uh this you're just getting the same thing without giant robots 
Right. I mean, and that's where a lot of the budget goes is, I mean, how many cars does he literally destroy? And he don't go for some cheap beaters. They blow he, up a real mansion as far as I'm concerned. Like, I, I don't doubt that. I don't doubt it. The, the cars like Mike Lowry drives are more expensive than both of our houses combined. You know what I mean? You know, like if They're the more dashboard... expensive than some of the budgets of the movies we've covered. Exactly. The, but the dashboard's more expensive than a budget of some of these independent movies we watch. It, it's, it's just silly, the amount of money that's out there. But, man, I love what he gives us. I love what's on the screen in front of us. And that's part of the reason why I don't think I've watched part three, because Michael Bay didn't come back. No. I I think you, that's one of those few things. It's one of those few things of we'll give Michael Bay crap and it's deserving. It's not like we're just picking on him. It's deserving whenever the, the transformers have descended into what they are now. But if you can't bring him back for a movie that was, Aside from like Armageddon, like one of his huge benchmark movies with Bad Boys 2 to do the third one, either A, he didn't have faith in it and they did ask him, or B, y'all were just trying to put pump it out there because you were just riding that nostalgia train that happened, you know, that everyone's like, oh, now we need the, we're still waiting on the next Beverly Hills Cop. You know, we got the next coming to America. You know, it's like all of a sudden, all the movies we grew up with now all of a sudden need sequels. You get the requel. You get the requels, and unless you really put effort into it, you're never going to match the energy that Maverick did, you know, last year. So you're not going to get that when you go straight to streaming. And honestly, Bad Boys for Life is probably one of those that should have went straight to streaming. Honestly. I'm kind of amazed it did it because it did come out mm-hmm. in the height of COVID, like, and that was one of those movies to try to get people back into theaters because they knew yep. Bad Boys. And I know it was a hit, as far as I know. Like, I think it was a pretty big success. It's just- I think. Based I on love the, Bad Boys 2 so much that I'm worried about it. <laughs> I think it was a hit based on adjusted numbers. Like, if it yeah. came out normally, I don't think it would have done very well. You yeah. know, but because, oh, it's COVID numbers, it, it came out, you know, it looks like it was a success. But, you know, so one day I'll watch it. It's not like we're going to cover it anytime soon. We'll cover Bad Boys way before we do Bad Boys for Life. So, yeah, you know. And I like these guys. I like Martin Lawrence. Like you said, Martin Lawrence was king for the longest time. There was every, I remember Blue Streak, which was hilarious. You know, a thief. I remember Blue Streak being so strange because it's like, it was after the Bad Boys movies, if I remember correctly. And it was like, oh, well, he's playing like a super badass. Well, he's already played a super badass cop. And to have him not play a super badass cop, like. Yeah, he's like like a a jewel thief criminal. Yeah, it's just a weird. Um. There, he did a movie with uh, Eddie Murphy where they're they're prisoners. It's like oh, life or yeah. yeah, life. Then, of course, Big Mama's house. You know, yep. apparently he got really good friends with Eddie Murphy, and he's like, "So how how'd that fat suit really feel?" And so he's like, "Yeah, I can do that. I can do that." You know, so they put him in those, yeah. and they they National were funny. Security. National Security was. That, was a, dis- that, that one has more action than what you would think. <laughs> it does, but it, it's, I honestly, I feel like it's the tail end of his comedy for me. You know, like it was okay, but that's when he kind of started getting into like the slapsticky kind of uh, physical humor. And I was like, I don't, I don't know. I haven't rewatched it in a very, very long time. Uh, you know, I'll watch Bad Boys 2 if I want good Martin Lawrence. Oh, yeah. So every movie needs to start out. 
with a Klansman rally just getting shot up. <laughs> <laughs> what better way? And, and to have Henry Rollins, who I totally forgot was in this movie, open up everything, you know? Yep. I. It's <laughs> that, that was the moment where you're like, oh, they're going there. Yeah. And I am here for it. Yeah, I, I, when I say every movie, I mean, Pretty Woman can open up like that. Homeward Bound <laughs> could open up like that. That's just messed up. I don't think I want to see Homeward Bound with an open. How to <laughs> how to train your? But the dogs start shooting everyone. How oh, to train so your just... dragon? All they they start taking out all the racist dragons right out the beginning. All like, the racist dragons. I don't know. That's just so it would weird. never get old. It does, like watching this and everything that ensues, and then you get a young Michael Shannon as well. It's like, oh shit! I didn't realize he was in this. Like. That's Zod, isn't it? And you get, oh, I love it so much. You get a gunfight where Will Smith is rolling around the ground shooting, <laughs> just like John McClane. You get a moment where he dives and shoots two guns in the air. And because this is 2003, bullet time, baby. Oh, dude. Bullet, like, bullets still in the barrel of the gun, bullet time. Like and it does like the corn freak on a leash music video where it goes through everything, the glass, you see everything slowly breaking. Marcus's ass. Yeah. Someone gets shot in the neck from the ass bullet, which is still <laughs> you laughing that the fact that he got shot in the ass and that same bullet kills somebody. <laughs> it's, it's a sanitary. hell of an opener. It it, it, dude, this is one of those where it's like, okay. I'm not prepared for what I'm about to see, and I'm here for it. Like that, if you open like that, either you blew your wad too early and it's going to be boring, or you're just going to keep upping it. And, and this that's movie exactly what it does yes, keeps it's a crescendo piece. And yeah, this movie does have for a two and a half hour runtime, super high highs. I won't say low lows, but there is an ebb and flow as this movie goes. It does a ton of action. Now we got to bring it down a little bit slower by pulse rate. We don't want everyone having heart attacks as they watch it and then ramp it right back up again. Super fast. Bring it back down again. I mean, that's the movie all the way through. And I swear there's like there's four action movies in this movie. Oh, yeah. Like, each, cut like, this up in four sections. There's four. Feels movies. like what another action movie would be like their big grand finale. Like, yes. The opening of this movie would be the grand finale of a lesser action film. Yeah. Like, you're, you're infiltrating a drug smuggling ring, and this is like the ending of yeah. it where you, you bust in on the clan. It's the big shootout. You know? And then when you get to an amazing car chase sequence, oh that God, would be dude. the tail end of another movie, you know? Well, it's honestly to me. So, yeah, that whole like car chase sequence in this one, while it doesn't copy it, it's just reminds me of like how big action movies tried to get. Like even like Lethal Weapon 4 is where they had that huge car chasing where they're like have the mobile home, that half a house that Riggs is fighting the henchmen in. And, you know, it's just everything is like chaos everywhere. He's being well, drugged like behind this it. This was an error be where studios would just throw money i mean throw money you know oh yeah make it happen this is before this you know action movies started to really start to have that lesser return where we get in the mid 2010s like 2008 yeah. to 2014 where it's like oh action really takes a, a dip because 
people weren't flocking to the theater anymore for them. Um, exactly and this and is also that's the rise of marvel movies and stuff like that you know then, then you started getting the superhero things and it's it's so funny from watching the uh behind the scenes that michael bay was talking about doing the like bad boys is his first big movie he was a uh music video director music video victoria's secret commercials that's yeah what he does that's why and, he combines like awesome and sexy all in one he also did a couple of Playboy videos, but I also that was in his IMDb. <laughs> but I so I was watching them talk about it, and I told you know, like I said, he had this producer that's like, no, we don't have time. The producer he had this this final shot in the movie Michael Bay had, and it's where Marcus shoots the bad guy in the airplane, and it blows up. It's like your uh, boarding pass has been revoked or something like that. I can't remember. It's been a while. They weren't going to let him shoot it. They were like, okay, we're done. We can't bring in the helicopter for the one shot. The weather was bad. And Michael Bay goes, but it's the, this is where everyone applauds. This is where the bad guy gets his comeuppance. And the producer goes, nope, we don't, we can't do it. And he goes, well, how much does it cost to force the crew? And what force the crew meant was if we make them come in like early morning, they get time and a half, you know, that's what force the crew means. And he's like, well, it's like $25,000. And Michael Bay goes, okay, let's do it. And he goes, the producer goes, no, we're not going to give you the money. And Michael goes, no, no, no. I'm going to write you a check for $25,000 and we're going to shoot it. And so after some back and forth, they finally did it. How confident Michael Bay was of his decision when, you know, how they do the clapper board, you know, that says scene and action right right after the clapper board he holds up the check he wrote paramount full screen so that the studio would see it during the dailies <laughs> and in the memo it says to complete movie and it they didn't reimburse him till after it grossed uh over 60 million dollars then they he had to ask for to be repaid fools absolute yeah fools. fools but it's that's how much confidence this guy had and i love those little stories like i didn't know that about michael bay i was oh, like I think I, that type of confidence shows strongly in bad boys too every bit of it you're yeah you're talking about the guy that did armageddon like seriously yeah. that right the like biggest I, summer blockbuster like when that movie came out like that you know Coming back to school in what August September, like every kid had seen that Armageddon. movie. That song was on every radio station all day long. Every music, like MTV and VH1, nonstop. They, they that played music it video. over and over again. I mean, it was huge. And I love the rock. I love you know everything he done earlier. But when when he's like, okay, we're gonna do Bad Boys Two, the sequel, and Michael Bay just holds his hand out, like, well, how much do I get? You know, it's, yeah. he, it's one of those things where you're like, he's like, okay, more, more. Uh, what is it? Uh, Parks and Rec. The money, please. Money. Just give him, <laughs> money, please. Give him more money. Uh, I, that's I regret Bay. not seeing this one in theaters as a, you know, a teenager. Yeah. Like, I remember when it came out on DVD, we instantly rented it. My little brother got it for Christmas that year. Mm -hmm. So like. We watched Bad Boys 2 a lot. <laughs> I watched it in theaters. I, you may have been 15. Charlie was 23. <laughs> <laughs> Still but, an equally exciting movie for a 23-year-old, 34-year-old. Oh, <laughs> I mean, this is just a nonstop action. This is literally 
the 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 trailer guy going nonstop action movie of the year. That's it. That nailed it. You yeah. know, you're not you're not pumping it up. It literally was nonstop. Because when you get to the, the car chase, I mean, the stunt work is insane. You have a guy Dude. hanging from a side of an SUV who gets like slammed into a pillar, and then you see him thrown off the top of a garage building. I mean, they literally were launching cars off the back of the car hauler. Yeah. I mean, just letting them rip, flipping and going. I mean, yes, there is there is some CG in this. There's it's touch still up early with, CG, it, but there's a lot of that. But every a lot explosion, of it is actual explosions happening. Yeah. Oh, every bit of it. The the scene that uh Mike Lowry talks about, oh, that's a DEA agent. That was off the cuff. They were run when he's in the office talking to the captain in the T on the TV. They were just running that clip just so it was like some background footage. And Michael Bay goes, it'd be funny if Mike comments on it, you know, and that's how he goes. No, we didn't do all this captain. That's there goes the DEA car. That was all off the cuff. That was just nice. them sitting there ad libbing. And I'm like, it's a, one of the funnier lines in the <laughs> yeah. movie, honestly, <laughs> You know, it, it, it's fantastic. And the cast, the cast of Bad Boys 2. I, I don't think anyone is either miscast or even wasted. Oh, no, everyone is perfectly. In this, yes. Man. Peter Stormare. God, man, I love that dude in just about anything he does. Some idiots trying to die in my club. Like, get him out of here. <laughs> I, I hate math. This is the movie that made me scared of ecstasy. I was like, oh, I just won't do that drug. This is a perfect. <laughs> anti-drug movies play this in high school play this like you see marcus get all like goofy and loopy and you're like yeah you're gonna feel good but wait till you see what happens to him afterwards and he's like got the fever and it got him in the shower yeah and like keep everything to do to make him you know cool down i was like oh god yeah it's like no 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 i don't want to do this but joe pantiello i don't know how to pronounce his last name but you know joey pants just say joey pants joey pants man. <laughs> Perfect as the captain. Woosa. I love Woosa. how they they added that element in there. Like Marcus and him are trying to be calm. So now we have this calm with chaos with Mike Lowry. You know, I love that that back and forth we got because of that little change to the character. It, yeah, I love it. Just I to show it. like the growth they've done between the two movies, and like to add that uh, Marcus has a sister, Gabriel Union. Uh, she's incredible in this. Like she is so much. She's a badass, and she's tons of yeah. fun. Like, I, I I enjoy her a lot. I I know I said it. Taya Leone is annoying as all get out in the first Bad Boys. I'm sorry. I, I she's a good actress. She's just annoying, and I can't stand her. And then I got Gabriel Union in this, and originally I was like, crap, we're gonna have another redo. Oh, we're gonna have an annoying character. Character. She oh, kicks she's so ass. good. And it's so funny of her and Mike Lowry. Date Mike Lowry. Mike Lowry. I'm Mike Lowry. <laughs> See, I was prepared. <laughs> I knew we were going to need to use that. Like, we can't even call him Will Smith anymore. It's no, just... it's Mike Lowry. You're going to have to take a drink every time that we say Mike Lowry. Oh, we'll kill people. We will kill people. <laughs> it's New Year's, man. Drink safe. If you did drink, hopefully it was safe. You're back. I hope you're still hungover by the time this episode airs. That's right. It's the third that this drops. Yeah. If you're listening to this a year later, I think you need to seek professional help. 
the arsenal in this movie. There are so many different guns, and the sound department, you know, ensures that we don't get a generic sound for every gun. Like, right. each gun that goes off sounds unique. Hundred percent, man. I, I love how Mike has his own like personal arsenal that he runs around with because, that you have to imagine is different in every car he drives in this movie. I know it's been a while since I've seen the first movie, but he's a trust fund kid, right? Yeah, like, is, isn't that he, how they explain how he just has all this money? His his dad had money, or his his whole family comes from money, and he wanted to be a cop. And that that's what Marcus always gives him shit about. You know, I wish I had, you know, trust fund money. I would, I get to be, you know, driving around fancy suits. Yeah. Driving in, you know, wearing fancy clothes, being Mike Lowry, you know, drives a Ferrari in a car chase, man. Drives a Ferrari in a car chase. So badass the whole time. Like, and a Porsche. And then there's a po- there's a point he's driving a car that I don't even know what it is. It was like shown in the dark, and I was like, he just had a car to go jump in. He, didn't he give a steals, shit. you know, a, v- a Cadillac that Dan Marino is test driving. Like, Dan Marino needs to buy not this car. Yeah, not but this he needs car. to buy like this car. <laughs> that I'm gonna that, f this car up. <laughs> this movie had no business throwing in another insane car chase. But it did, oh, and I and you, love it. I can't. I do not know many other movies that have dead bodies being thrown out of a vehicle during a car chase. The head of one goes flying off down the road. Like, who thought of that? Yeah. Like, okay, we're going to throw a coroner's van full of dead bodies at Mike and Marcus. Oh, and they're going to run over like at least two of them. And then one that gets hit, its head's just going to fall off Around and roll down it. the road. And just they're going to be like, oh, that's sick. Ah, it's so sick. <laughs> and it's not just, this is, this is good writing. This is good planning. But to where right afterwards, like this is so insane. They explain the insanity of it where even Joey Pants is going around going, look, look at all these people I have to bring out when you two do this dumb shit. Look yeah. at this. Like, the I got to get a guy. <laughs> yeah, I got to get a, a core, a forensic core. Well, that guy's already dead. It doesn't matter. I still have to call him. Those detectives are detecting. I, I lose it during this whole rant from Joey Pants in this. <laughs> it's it's every cop movie that has the angry captain. Yes. Joey Pants. And I love how that was this captain. Remember your pressure points. Pressure yeah. points. They start in his ears. <laughs> but that's the captain's like, home. Yeah. It's like after the chase, it, it turns into a giant gunfight. Like, yeah. Everything leads into a giant gunfight, which they even make fun of in the movie of like. This has got to be the worst cop week to ever have. Yeah, this is the worst. I, I can't. I can't handle this week anymore. This has been such a stressful week. And you're as a viewer, you're like, I don't know how much more I can take. Yeah, because the whole movie takes place in like five days, basically. Yeah, and then it goes to a whole other continent or another <laughs> island. What do you want to call it? it Cuba. To, yeah, it goes so. to Cuba. <laughs> I called it a continent. The I don't even know. The movie is so ridiculous because anything else, you're like, well, you can't do that. Like, you're breaking <laughs> so many different laws. Like, you would literally start a war. It's like, ah, who cares? It's fun. They infiltrate. <laughs> like, 
And then again, man, right where it's high intensity, then, you know, the sister gets kidnapped and then everyone comes together. Now, all of a sudden we've got the brotherhood that have gotten together. The whole we'll police help you precinct. Out. Like, I don't think the, you know, Miami police force has this kind of budget. <laughs> Maybe I'm wrong, but the kind of budget to just go to Cuba and start a war. Oh, no, that I, I have a feeling Will Smith probably had a lot. Well, they did. Uh, Joey Pants calls in that favor that he has, you know. So he got well, it's him like a everyone guy. knew someone to make it happen. They only talked to like one congressman for a second. He's like, nope, we just don't negotiate with kidnappers. Yeah, so they're like, we can't, all right, we... we're gonna take it into our own hands. He's like, there's some tensions. There's reasons we can't do this. And nope, we're going to Cuba, man. And you're just like, this is literally another movie. This is yeah. okay. The cops like sister gets kidnapped and he has a military background is it's kind of like a marked for death almost with steven seagal <laughs> it's like all of a sudden we're going to jamaica except no now we're going to cuba but it even hints to like commandos ending where it's like all right well we, now we have all the henchmen surrounded by a mansion and like but so yep. one person coming in it's a whole you know seal team oh, it's, it's, mike lowry it's and iguanas yes <laughs> which is <laughs> Oh my god! I like, well, Hector's not the best villain. Like, there's barely any tension between Marcus and Mike and Hector. They, no, they hardly it, know each other exists because the whole time is them still trying to figure out who is you know doing the drugs. Yeah, they they, they they had no idea who he even was. We yeah. as the viewer figure it out. Well, we enjoy and- seeing his side of the story because he's kind of just like a goofball. He doesn't come across very threatening. He's no Billy Drago. Yes, we're no. starting out the new year with Charlie already bringing up Billy Drago. That's all. <laughs> but like, it has to he's happen. He's got this suave to him. Like he's shooting his own money to get I like, the rap. It's just, it's just a stupid problem. You understand that this is a stupid problem to have. I can't get my money out of the country fast enough. You yeah, know, like, that's. Or his conversation with his mother, you know. I. What happened to him? He killed himself, Mama. It's very tragic. <laughs> Make sure yes, you write his, I will his, write his mother, mother a letter. <laughs> and then his mom goes, okay, bye. I was like, are you serious right now? <laughs> <laughs> it's so insane. The movie doesn't take itself seriously, and it does no. all at once, but it works. <laughs> this, is the, this is literally the action movie that I, I put up there. It's like, this is the mark I want other action movies to hit. Well, you know, this is like, this it, is it, right it hits up there. Every cliche. It hits every, you know, point that but I it's want not making, an action it's, movie to make. It, it's not making fun of, no. it's just poking at the tropes of action movies. And it's something Michael Bay, While I being feel a like badass really well. one. Right. While doing it, justice i guess that's it's almost like michael bay going uh this is how you do it guys and then it's like this is like the uh the 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 instruction booklet to action movie making yeah, is Bad ba- basically yeah uh, like yeah this is how they did it you know in those canon movies of just being completely ridiculous but we're gonna have these characters that you're gonna absolutely love and that is like a good point this has out this has the feel of some of the canon insanity you know, like just these wild stories in in like you know eighty to ninety minutes, and this was how you do it with big budgets. Which, yeah, you know, because like 
that cheesy slash charm that the canon movies have. It's like take that out of this, yeah. but find its own charm. Like it's so weird to see that it it comes together. Yeah, I, I fully agree with that. Well, before we get too far ahead, we're going to take a quick commercial break. This is going to be a little bit different of a commercial. Um, I haven't even told Nate this is going to be off the cuff because it's a new year. I feel like we'd start something a little bit different. So we'll be back in one second. G.I. Joe will return after these messages. And like I said, we're back. So. Normally, we play our commercials that you know spotlight all the other shows, like in the network and our friends. And what I decided to do for the first episode of this year was just more or less take this moment to go. We appreciate everyone that has been listening to us for the past two years. It's been a phenomenal ride. The watch the numbers grow. We're looking forward to it growing even more. But I think what I wanted to do was to really push the fact that the one biggest thing everyone can do to help us in growing other than just listening is to please share the show out, rate us on all of the pod podcast listing places that let you do that and interact with us on all of the social media stuff we do. And I know this is normally where we talk at the end, but this was something that where we talk to a lot of other podcasters that it's one thing that we all feel like that struggles sometimes is just getting the word out, let getting people to know about the shows and how much it means to us to see those numbers grow, you know, any numbers good for us. And it's been a phenomenal, you know, trip doing all this, but I really wanted, I, I think just letting people know exactly how important it is, you know, for creators like Nate and myself and all the other shows that you know we promote here that we put a lot into these we're not getting paid for this we're not getting any kind of other reward other than hearing from people saying how much they enjoy it so that's the one thing i'd like to ask everyone starting out this year is take take just a couple seconds interact with us outside of you know just downloading the episodes or if you know someone that enjoys the same type of movies as you go, Hey, have you ever listened to this podcast? Have you ever, you know, wanted to hear a little bit more about some of these movies you love? Um, but that's kind of what I wanted to take for this commercial break is instead of trying to list all of the podcasts we listen to and we promote is just blanket statement. Help out, help us reach more people really help us boost the signal out and reach more audience. I think that that's how I would love to start the beginning of this year. So saying all that, let's get back to talking about this movie. Now back to GI Joe. That was like really lovely. And uh, good for you on, uh, you know, making that happen. And uh, thanks. <laughs> thanks for all of your input in that, Nate. I appreciate yep, yep, it. Yep, You're welcome. You know, I really, I come to the podcast to really, this is why I never do the closing because I don't know how to formulate and articulate <laughs> saying thank you to people. It's this really weird thing. And people think I'm being an asshole, but it's like, nah, I really just don't know how to talk to humans. <laughs> so like, really, that's like, like, it was really agreed upon early on in the pod with the show. Of, like, Charlie, like, you got to be the one that spreads the word about the other shows. Like, I'm more of what you call the behind the scenes guy. Like, I'll share it on the Instagrams and the oh, Teletubbies yeah. and stuff like that. It, it's, <laughs> you know, I can't really uh, talk. 
Nate has plenty of other jobs that are involved with this. He's our video man for those that don't know. Yeah, if there's like, a real better video, at other stuff, I'm always humble. Yeah. I did count. There's still like 13 states that we haven't reached, and I'm looking at you. Uh, if you states, so there's 13 states, but if you broaden it to our the entire time that the podcast has been live, it's only four states. Oh, there's only All four right. states. I take yep. it back to uh, the other nine or whatever the math is of those states. <laughs> yeah. However, I hate math. We'll bring yeah, it right I, back I, into I, Peter uh, Stormare. Fingers aren't going to work right now for that. So anyway, let's get back into Bad Boys too, man. This is. I feel my buzz wearing off from all the sugar I've eaten today. What else nope, we got? Nope, nope. Go, go, go. We got to eat more sugar. That's all. <laughs> eat more. F- f- fuel the sugar high. What else we got in this movie? We got there's a lot to pick from. What else we want to talk about? An extremely dizzy shootout. Dude. I but know, it's I lo- so cool. But it does kind of overstay its rotation a little bit. Yeah. Because <laughs> it does get a little nauseating for myself. No, dude, honestly, I feel like if you are motion sickness and you went to the theater to watch this movie, you probably needed one of those like tablets or something you have to take for that. I mean, really, (laughs) that knocks you out. No, I'm talking about motion. What's the motion sickness? Uh, Uh, A barf bag, a little brown bag. No, there's actually a little tablet. I had to take them. I don't know. I, we went to Florida one time and we went deep sea fishing and I'd never been on a boat. So I had to take this stuff. Um, Dramamine. That's what it is. Dramamine is for motion sickness. And what they don't tell you is it will knock your ass out after a couple of hours. (laughs) So I slept the entire time on the way back to shore for after fishing. So, yeah, I remember a little bit of it. Can't have motion sickness if your ass is passed out. Same as bitter drill. You can't have allergies if you're knocked out. Yeah. (laughs) I, I love the, uh, my favorite shootout in this movie is the crack house shootout is, you know, when they go into the Haitians. Yeah. It's just uh, that, that camera rotating and the, the back and forth. Well, they have to show both sides of the wall. So well, that's, what's so cool about it is showing like what's going on on each side in a very, um, a, a calm flow, I guess you could say. Well, instead of always having a cut, like show one side cut show the other side cut show one side cut it was now let's show that all this is basically like happening real time and it keeps the action going like it keeps that adrenaline high oh yeah you You don't you don't feel like if you're to cut it could feel like it's stopping and going stopping and going it's like no this is continuously happening and the way they're using like the mirrors around them to you know navigate how to get out of this shootout basically michael bay is a talented director man Period. The, what he sees in his brain translates really well on on the movie screen. It really does. It, it's why I can sit through a two and a half hour long action movie that I'm not. I'm not, I'm not bored in this movie. No. Yeah, there are lulls, but I'm never like, oh, come on, just hurry up. What's you know? I, I'm entertained. Either it's something funny, or they are trying to build a little bit of drama and get you invested in the characters. And then just bang, more action right afterwards. And I, I love it. I doesn't feel two and a half hours to me when I watch this movie. Now, if anything, when watching this, I was like, God, I wish he would do something like this again. Like, I know he had Six Underground that came out on Netflix a couple years back, and hated I really it. enjoyed it. You didn't hated like it? it. Oh, man, it. I, I really liked it. That's that funny. We just, sequence. 
we just did our end of 2022 on the action elite so by the way check us out over on the action elite on their youtube channel over there usually weekly we're on a little bit of a hiatus right now for the holidays but uh no literally we brought that up about the ryan reynolds like direct to netflix movies and i had watched uh six underground with my buddy rob and i couldn't stand it i was bored i literally was bored during that movie um owen thinks it was i was in the wrong mindset but i was like i don't know man I might try it again one day, but I was so bored that I didn't even want to try retry to watch. No, it. I haven't seen Ambulance yet. Like the trailer intrigued me, but I know there were some people that, some action people that like really hated it. So I was like, oh, what's going on with that? That one's been fifty fifty for what I've heard. Like either you've liked it a lot or you hated it, and it's on my queue. I think it's streaming now. I think I can watch it without paying for it. Yes, I know we pay for stuff if you're streaming it, but to me, in my brain, I don't have to pay for it. Yeah. If it's already well, on I Netflix. pay for the Netflix. So that means everything's free. <laughs> exactly. That's how my brain works. It's the only way it works for me. It's the only way I don't want to be like, why am I paying so much money but, for but streaming? I, I would like to see him do another movie that's very much like he did uh, 13 Hours, which is like, all right, that's a war movie. Like, I want something like yeah. this. Like, I want go back something, to roots. Yeah. Like, like a commando type movie, I guess you could say. Well, I'd love to see him go back to like what he did with The Rock and maybe even go back a little bit further to something similar to the first Bad Boys. You know, it doesn't have to be over the top. I'd like to see him just be able to punch up a really good movie. Well, it's the same thing we talked about on Universal Soldier with Roland Emmerich. It's like. All right, man. Instead of doing these ridiculous (laughs) disaster movies, movies, yeah, go back to just doing like a straight up action movie of this caliber. I agree. You know? I, I 100% agree. Yeah. It's like, I love the rock. It's a good story, but really what sold the movie was Michael Bay's way to punch up the action and the drama in it, you know, yeah. the way he did it. So go back to, go back to simpler stuff, man. Good script, punch up that script. It doesn't have to be a $180 million budget just because your name's attached to it. I'm all for scaling back Hollywood now, period. Like you guys are losing money now because of how big everything needs to be. And so it's like, scale it back, pull it back a little bit. Let's get back to basics. Yeah, we don't need a $200 million bad boys movie, but you know, if you would give me another $130 million, one, I'm not complaining. I'd be still, fine it's with still way hun- too much because like the first John wick was made of what? 20 million or something like that. I, I am totally fine with sub hundred million movies. Like, seriously, because that's what 87 North is doing now. Shit, some of those are even sub-50 million movies that are coming in and making money at the end of the day, you know? But they're also the ones that, without Bad Boys 2, they wouldn't exist. You know, there's a lot of influence that Michael Bay has had in the action, you know, um, community that you can't ignore. Yes, he is a meme now. Yes, they make I mean he's been even been made fun of on South Park. And it's because let's throw money to another one. Throw money to another one. Throw and eventually you tap the well dry. He needs to stop, regather himself and try again. And that I guess that's you know, we're gonna beat poor Michael D- Bay to death tonight, but it's fine. He'll live. He's got that's money. Totally okay. He's got he's got all the yeah. all the big money. So so you, you have that gunfight and it, having the gag of uh, Marcus 
telling Mike, like, you need to stop shooting people. Like, oh, let's go talk to this guy, see if he knows any information. Oh, wait, he's dead. What about this yeah. guy over here? He's pretty quiet. Oh, no, can't talk to him either because you shot him. You know, it's those like that humor, you know, of like, this is not practical cop work whatsoever. This is probably the natural evolution of like the buddy cop movies. Yeah, it's just like this is what makes sense for the buddy cop movies to turn into. Yes. You know, and it's there's and I that's a ton of props to Martin Lawrence and Will Smith. But, you know, I believe there's a kinship there. I believe oh, their chemistry brothers. is insane. Yeah. Like th- those two are what I believe Will Smith and DJ Jazzy Jeff was and Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. You yeah. know what I mean? That's that's the the friend, the bond that I I feel is even stronger in this one than the first one. Oh, it definitely is. Cause you could feel like, all right, they've still been partners for all these years. Yeah. Like you could almost do a prequel to make it bad boys. 1.5 and in betweener. That would yeah. be funny as of hell. What they've been I, doing a good in betweener because you have to imagine like this happens all the time. Yeah. You know like, what I this mean? is not like an outliner thing. Like, no, this is just a standard the, thing that happens to them. The captain is so upset. He's like, guys, <laughs> guys, come here. What is your job description? You know, what do you do? TNT tactical narcotic team tactical <laughs> keyword, <laughs> which like their tactics is go in and shoot everything. I like that. The, uh, the anacronym is TNT, though, which always explodes. Yeah. Like, always. seriously? <laughs> and that's a legit thing. There really is a, a division called TNT. Oh, they brought I did not know they, that. They brought them in for filming to kind of go over that it's a, re- it's a legit uh, department. And so they, and the Michael Bay was even trying to tell them, like, these guys are kind of no bullshit, no nonsense. So just pay attention and listen to them. And then the very next scene is Will Smith cutting up, making them all laugh, which is hilarious on on the whole movie set. Uh, Like you've got like, there's a moment where like Will Smith spins his car. And when like he turned, like when he gets to his like side, he's pulling out a machine gun and just starts unloading. And it's just like, that's the type of stuff that you just go. Yep. That's what an action movie needs, you know? Yeah. Oh, and dude, 100%. It just, it does it so well. I can't praise it enough. Of, and on top of that, you're like we've talked about earlier, you're seeing everything explode from what those bullets are hitting. Like, there's no cameras cutting away. It's like, no, we're going to show you all the damage that is going to be happening from this as well. The only thing we don't get to see, but I'm okay with it because they actually show us the aftermath two different times is we don't get to see peter stormare's partner get chopped up and put in the barrel but what do we do we get in barrel in the barrel and we get to see the kitchen where he was chopped up from will smith's perspective and find the finger which i think and that's the guy from uh predators he had the minigun. He was the Russian. Yeah, that was one of the things I put in my nose. I was like, oh, dude from Predators. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't look up his name. Because that was another one. I was like, oh, I forgot that he was even in yeah. this, you know? I, 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 I also love the fact that Peter Stormare starts out pretty prevalent in the beginning of the movie. Like, you almost feel like he's going to be well, a character As the movie throughout. just gets bigger and bigger, it's just like, ah, oh, we got to trim some of the fat somewhere. So, Well, it's like he's literally gone. Until the end where he comes storming down the the uh, 
garden way yelling at the house because you're like, oh, yeah, I totally forgot Peter Stormare's still alive <laughs> and in this movie. And now he's yelling at the at the building and the, the uh, cops and everybody are surrounded. Of course, he gets dispatched. <laughs> oh, yeah. He's had tons of guns on him, but it's 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 a it's a great blend of comedy action powerful scenes and it just works man i know we're not really talking about like what's the plot of the movie what's the plot we're busting drug Drugs. dealers getting you know smuggled into the united states and then my sister gets kidnapped and we got to go save her there's the it, plot for bad boys too you know i'm telling you man that whole like last what it's probably only 20 minutes if that that cuba sequence the it's shootout, a whole other movie it's, it's amazing. A like, you I'm get telling a third you, man. Car chase in this movie. So many car chases. So that's where the budget is, man. The cars, like everything they destroyed it does, and drove. Great, it doesn't just do nothing but the car chase, and then like that's the action piece. It's like no, after the car chase or pre-car chase, we're gonna do a shootout. Car chase, mm -hmm. shootout. Yeah, you know, and, like, and then in the car chase at the U.S. Embassy. And you're like, okay, now the the guards have them stopped. Oh, wait, we're standing on a minefield. Yeah, because we need more explosions. Right. Because now the vehicles are no longer moving and nothing else can explode. We need to find another way to explode something. Land yeah, you, you, can't, you can't just be a normal shootout. And the sequence of them like getting to uh, Cuba... And they're using an RC car with C4 attached to it. <laughs> and then that's how they blow up. And you have like eight guys, like eight dummies fling into the air and watching them all crash into stuff. It's like, yes, mannequin destruction. That's what I, I want. Love <laughs> I love it, man. I, but seeing it, them then like dispatch, they go in, they're working as a team and like the gunfight that ensues in, in like a Scarface mansion. Yeah, they're like underground, above ground. They're infiltrating from every possible entry point into this mansion. And they got to go and to Plan insane. B. <laughs> What's Plan B? Nobody said nothing about no Plan B. <laughs> you never listen. Oh, was Plan B just shoot stuff and drive out of the building? <laughs> and it's that. Hummer, There's the you got a again. hell of an endorsement right there. Wow, did Hummer What really a product placement of, you know what? You can drive placement. through all of Cuba and this vehicle will still work. And Bright I mean through yellow. Cuba. <laughs> brightest color you got, GM. That's who does the Hummers for that. But yeah, brightest color you got. We're going to drive through Cuba and cause destruction. I, it's it's like as you're watching it that had to have been done in one take. I, oh God, yeah! Had to have been just because of how much setup had to be done with building those buildings, making sure that the stunt man is not going to get impaled by something random. Like mm. it's mind blowing, and they, like I love to because when the camera's cutting away, you can see like, oh, that car had a windshield broke, but then the next scene it doesn't. You know, yeah. like you could tell like how many vehicles they probably went through in that scene. Yeah, if you watch really close at the mine, mine, uh landmine scene when will smith gets ready to walk over to gabriella union at the end there's already existing footsteps because they had done the take so many times and they didn't flatten the sand back out and he's following the same <laughs> footsteps again and i mean basically we're at the 
that that's the end of the movie. That's the end no, of I the mean, fourth movie. We get movie. to the, the final standoff, which cracks me up because you know they drive to that embassy. By all yeah. means, the embassy does start to shoot at them. The which I think they they're supposed the to. Car, yeah, like they're supposed to. But the moment they yeah. all get out of the car, and you clearly see these two guys with guns chasing these other two guys with guns, they stop shooting. Yeah, and I'm I like, well, that doesn't make any sense. <laughs> I think part of the problem is one vehicle still technically on Cuba land, so they can't really shoot that one. It's like 50-50. <laughs> They're shooting the front of the Hummer up because yeah. it's through the barbed wire. There's a lot of, I'm sure there's a lot of like weird things about it, but I do know it's kind of accurate to No, those. I'm really certain, like if, if, especially if you have two vehicles charging in like yeah. that. Like, it's going to be, no matter what, like, that's going to get stopped. The right? only thing I can't confirm is if we actually have one of those places in Cuba. Like, that, that seems odd to me if it's actually, if we actually have an embassy. I don't embassy know if we have Cuba. a U.S. embassy there or not. I don't know. I'm stupid. I don't know I, anything about that. I didn't, I didn't bother to Google it. But if there was, I believe that that's exactly how it would be set up. I mean, is, unless they were driving straight to Guantanamo Bay. Right. Yeah. But, you know. And it, I think they, uh, how often do you think iguanas get blown up in that minefield? Oh, I mean, it's got to be a daily basis. I feel like that like, happens a lot. It's got to be like what we have with squirrels, they have with iguanas. Right, yeah. <laughs> that just makes sense. Boom! There goes another iguana. Oh, another, oh, all right, Gary, get back out there. We need another landmine there. I'm not cleaning that up again. Just cover it up with the sand, man. You're fine. <laughs> just cover it up with another landmine. I think... Of anything in the action sequences, and there's a lot of crazy action sequences. I okay, there's two parts in this movie that I still go really. One is when heck is it? Is it Hector? Is that the guy's Hector's name? the yeah? When Hector shoots his, I guess, cousin between the eyes, and the guy behind him gets covered in blood. Yeah, the bullet like, doesn't go. It kills. Where's him too. the bullet? <laughs> like, the dude looks terrified. Like, why is there no bullet in me? So there's that one scene. And then the iguana explodes, and it's a, you know, it's a good explosion, but not huge. Then when Gabriella Union throws her gun, and the jumping Betty flies up out of the sand and blows up, they'd all be dead. None of them would be alive. Yeah, but dude, it looks so cool. Oh, it's awesome looking for sure. <laughs> like, but the way the gun is thrown, the shot of that. Yeah, and then you have, you know, Marcus doing the roll. He does the roll. You gotta do a roll right before you shoot a gun. That looks sweet. It gets the guy between the eyes. Those and then he things. Falls, have... And then he lands on a landmine, and his upper half gets blown to pieces. Which is totally out of nowhere what a hell of a way to end a movie i'm just saying there's be a lot more collateral damage in that <laughs> scene and then they all get to go home and that's no probably problem. why the, that's why the guards quit shooting because they're like no nah, once one goes off they'll all be dead and problem solved we'll send phil back out there to clean it all yeah. up again and then we're like when they're all still alive he's like holy shit that was so cool y'all the luckiest people we've ever <laughs> <laughs> ran across Don't worry, it I'm going to write Mr. President and just let him know, like, we saw some really cool stuff, so we should just, like, let him go. Exactly. Yeah, they get a, a pardon. I was like, you should have seen you the get... rule. Like, they got in covertly how they get out 
you know, there's a lot of paperwork to get everybody off the island. Oh, there's so much paperwork that would have to be done after this. <laughs> a I lot of explanations. Just, Bad Boys for Life should have just been nothing but paperwork. Like, even though it's Bad Boys years for later, Life should have been federal prison <laughs> that they are yeah. still serving. Their time. <laughs> we don't end with them in a pool. We end with Bad Boys for Life, which means for life in prison. Because yeah, like you guys started International <laughs> War of Cuba that we did not. We were on good terms. It was shaky, but, you know, we weren't throwing (laughs) bombs at each other. It's fine. All right. Well, since we're on the end of this movie, I think it's the perfect time for us to jump into our first body count of 2023. Yeah. Leave anything for us? Just bodies. Body count. Body count. Body count. Body count. It. It's up there, and I don't think anyone counts any of the collateral damage. But seventy-four, right, that's the thing. seventy-four. That that's seventy-four seems appropriate. I feel like it would be higher though, because like when you think of how how many cars get destroyed on the highway, just like yeah. stray bullets and stuff, it's like oh my god, so many people are dying. Yeah, there was no care about collateral damage, even no. from the cops in this movie. Like they just indiscriminately fire their weapons in on the freeway. And there's a ton of cars that aren't just DEA cars that go flying in the air, crashing into other vehicles. But as far as countable death toll, and there is an asterisk, it's 74 and one iguana. (laughs) Poor iguana. Wrong place, wrong time. Uh, He lived there. He should have known better. Maybe that's what the the barbed wire was there to keep iguanas out, not people. Awesome. All right, man. Let's do our kill of the week. Have you ever killed anyone? Yeah, but they were all bad. Out of 74, and there's some cool ones, but I know the one I'm picking. So, Nate, what, what's your kill of the week? I think mine is going to have to be that dude hanging on the side of the SUV oh, who really? then gets yeah. crashed into that wall. Because, like, that looks so brutal and painful. Like, it does. I, I just something about that every time. They're just like, yep, that's a good one. It's a, it's a good, like, there's a lot of kills in this movie. And I mean, there's most of it's gunshots, but I, it's kill of the week. It has to be Hector getting shot between the eyes, then falling on oh, a land. It's fantastic. It's a great way. Loading. It's one of those things where it's like, God, I just wish that that villain was more villain i guess yeah like but you know that villain was more billy drago yeah, yeah. like he's such <laughs> a second thought and just kind of there yeah because we gotta uh, have but, someone smuggling the drugs yeah i think i honestly i think peter stormare would have been a more in, interesting villain to follow around but i get where they're going with it it does work i don't have a problem with him he's just not as menacing even though he killed his you know well, like, cousin in cold get, like a uh fisty cuff fight you know no again like you brought it up perfectly is mike and marcus literally have no idea who this guy is they're even when they find out his name he's just a name on yeah. a file the captain knows more about him it's because he keeps suing the police department you know so there is no other than a i imagine all sister. of miami is suing the police department if this is the kind of destruction that they're bringing to the city 
I, I would think so. I, this would be another insurance writer that you would have to make sure. Well, like, we do cover accidents, but was the police department involved? Yeah, that's a whole extra p- policy you have to carry on your like, insurance. It's one of those, like, in real life, I'd be extremely pissed off to see all this happening. But in yeah. action, we were like, this is awesome. <laughs> Especially when Marcus at the end's yelling, I pay my taxes. You're like, <laughs> yeah. so does the people of Miami, sir. Yeah. So do the people of Miami. <laughs> They don't just shit that money out. All right, man. It's actually kind of difficult for me, but it's time to uh, let's rank this bad boy. Yeah, I'm, uh, yeah. So we ended 2022 hard. We yeah. went hard. And we're with still going strong selection. with our sequel month. And it was it was one of those things like, how do we start the new year? And when you brought up doing the bad boys too, because we, we decided to keep the sequel theme going that I was like, yeah, I'm I'm in, but I got thinking going, Jesus, this is another high ranking movie in my book. Yeah. You know, no, no, without a doubt. Like, um, it was just one of those, like, also it's the idea of what a sequel should do of yes, be bigger, be better, be louder. And that's exactly what this movie does. Like, it's so strange when you think about this being a sequel to bad boys one, like, Bad Boys 1's like an action movie, but this mm-hmm. is on a different caliber. This is adrenaline, you know, is pumping the whole time. This is the Terminator 2 of cop sequels. It, you know, this exactly. is where you, you yes. elevate it um, that much higher and it succeeded. So we'll say in all that, Nate, put a number to it, Bubba. Well, how many Aliongs you give in this bad boy? I think for me, it's going to be 8.5. Uh, cause I still really enjoy it. It's just definitely was noticeable after not seeing it for so long of like some of the slower parts and it, it was just mm. comedy. That's it. Yeah. You know, and I, I enjoy, it. I still think this movie is hysterical. You know, I, oh, I love the chemistry yeah. of it all. Um, there's nothing I would take away either. Technically. Not really. I think, you know, like, because all it does is give me more Marcus and Mike back and forth you're you're not you're not wrong about that it's not like we lose our main characters like halfway through the movie or anything any other movie would have done that bombastic opening car chase ending and this doesn't because it it keeps on with different fights the train scene that we didn't even get to talk about of mike getting into a fight on the edge of that you know like it would be a two and a half hour long podcast if we talked about just the action sequences in this you know, yeah, like it just would just that be many. not it just keeps it going. And like, that's the thing that this movie does so well. It is and my problem is more or less with like the villain not having enough happening there mm. with our. I, and that's fair. I think it's fair, but it worked for the story. And, and you so, know what, though? Yeah. Back then, like when I was 15, seeing this for the first time, didn't care. No, didn't care not. whatsoever because it's like, oh, look at them. Now they're, you know, pest control. That's so funny. Like, you know, and it's not like, mm-hmm. oh, that's a slow moment in the movie. Like I see now they humping just like us, Mike. They did. They, they, they straight pile driving it. You know, I've never looked up to see if that's scientific, scientifically accurate. Neither have I. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so what, about so, you? What, are you, what are you going with this? You know, I, I think I'm going to be right there in an eight five and it's very minor things that it doesn't get up into the nine territory. I do feel two and a half hours is a bit long. I, it doesn't feel like it. 
and I, I'm with you. I don't think there's a lot I would cut. Like I could probably trim it up slightly. And again, I think, I think you bringing up the fact of Hector really isn't that big of a threat to Mike and Marcus directly until later in the movie. He doesn't even realize who they are through until like three fourths of the movie. You know, uh, they call him a, a couple of gangbang guys. Yeah, that's literally they, 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 how they, they refer to another, him. Like uh, people just trying to jack his product is what he kind of right. thinks. He's kind of stupid. Yeah, exactly. So I think the the fair ranking is an eight and a half, which is extremely high. Um, still higher than Bad Boys, like. Yeah, literally like, bad boys isn't that high for me fun but isn't that high um, uh, bad boys i still would it's i'd say it's more comedy with, with some cool action pieces in it yeah you know? I, I and i like the villain in the first i think the villain in the first one is a better villain than hector yeah. in the second one um he's the french guy i can't think of his name right now but he was in another he was in the the jet lee movie with um Oh, I can't think of her name. Bridget Fonda, I think. It oh, was, or... yeah. he was in Kiss of the Dragon. I know who you're talking about, but I can't. Kiss of the Dragon. I can't. I think I can't remember who that name is. Um, but yeah, so it was that guy was the villain in that one. So I don't know. Eight and a half. I think it's fair. It's an excellent movie. I recommend it to everyone. I like that we're starting out the new year on the same page with this one. I do like that. I like that a lot. So, all right. Nate said we had to keep it for the new year. Even though this segment usually is the part that pisses me off the most, it's time for trash reviews. I'm the trash man. I come out, I throw trash all over the, all over the ring, and then I start eating garbage. And then I pick up the trash can and I trash the guy on the head. Oh, that's gonna be a disaster. All, all right, right, Nate. So I kind of want to do this one as a quick and easy one. I'm not gonna read the whole thing, but there was a film critic. An actual film critic that had a sentence that when I read it, I was laughing so hard. I was like, all right, this this is it. Just this sentence alone from his, you know, five paragraphs. And he says, this is comes from James Berenadelli back in 2003. Okay. Recent. Right on when it well, released. Right when the movie came out, you know, yeah. so because he's a film critic. When it comes to this movie, the word bad initially seems highly appropriate. But Bad Boys 2 isn't just bad. It's a catastrophic violation of every aspect of cinema that I, as a film critic, hold dear. And it's just like, that sentence alone, I hate this man so much. <laughs> yeah, please don't read anything else he says. Yeah, like nothing else. Like that is could be one of the most pretentious sentences oh I have ever read in my entire life. And I am glad that he had to watch Bad Boys 2 and hate it. That way I can enjoy Bad Boys, Bad Boys 2 even more. You know, I think that's that's a good takeaway sometimes whenever I do this is I may get mad at the people that hated this movie, but the takeaway is they had to watch the movie. Yeah, like that guy had you know? to watch Bad Boys 2. It was miserable. And for that, I am so happy because I know people like that and they drive mm -hmm. me absolutely insane. Because they can't mm, yes, be like, yeah, you know what? Just have fun with it. Yes, mm, it's quite pedantic. Pedantic. Ah, you don't even know what that word means. Edited. <laughs> uh, I need a good palate cleanser after that one. And it's, you know, that's the mindset when I go and watch an action movie is, how does this elevate cinema? Yeah, that's actually to. everything that I want to do is, oh, I need this to be the next Citizen Kane from Bad Boys 2. Yeah, no. 
All right. I like I like how you approached it this year. That's a good way to do it. And now now you've changed my outlook on it to where I feel like the bad reviewers are suffering because they reviewed <laughs> a movie. I like when others get like. to suffer and it's not me. This is true. You know, I, I, I am always a fan of that. So, well, man, I, I think we've covered it. And like I said, there's not much plot to literally dissect in here. We just kind of gushed about the amount of action and bullets and dead bodies. And it's everything I want from an action movie. And this is one of those, while it was done in the two thousands, it's not really in the realm of does this give me back my feeling of watching action movies? This is almost like, I guess if you really want to break it down, one of the last hurrahs of action movies for me, for the 2000s, what you had being a little bit older than me and growing up in like the early nineties, um, seeing action movies, this was my generation, you know, right. That that's what was so cool and appealing about wanting to do this movie was the fact of, Oh shit. Now like we're going to get to do something that like I remember strongly. Like yes, I watched those other movies as a kid, mm-hmm. but like to have something actively present as it's coming out in the moment. Right. I I'm actually I'm just sitting here thinking trying to think of what the other until like movies like The Expendables, what was another big budget just action movie. Well, right before this was The Matrix, you know, then you got this. That was before. Like, yeah. Yeah. So we had the sequels, which admittedly got a little worse as they went. Okay, we had multiple Terminators start coming out. Got worse as it went. But we it's also, like, like, during 2003, like, we got Too Fast, Too Furious. Uh, the first Lord of the Rings movie, I think Fellowship was coming out, or came out in 2002. It was something like that, but I wouldn't I wouldn't call that, like, Maybe along Return the, the No, lines. Return of the King came out, but yeah, it's like... X Men Two, like we were, that's this where the was dynamic the start of the, was changing. Like the what we talked about earlier, yeah, yeah, where the superheroes kind of took over the action mantle. We talked, I talked about that with Owen, to where like, do we even count superhero movies as action movies? And I guess to a degree, we kind of have to because that's what we have. You know, yeah, we did just cover Batman, and you know, to me, Batman is an action movie. But do I? Am I going to keep counting things like the Ant Man movies or Shazam or like, all these others? You know, I, I have a hard time saying they are, you know, to put it with this error, though. This is the MTV action movie error. Yeah, this is you know? again, this is still you're you're speeding towards the end of the MTV era of things. You know, this is oh, yeah. um, this is right before things shifted. So it's a good movie. Everybody needs to check it a out. Good way to um, shift for the year. And I don't know what we're all going to get into, but. We'll figure it uh, out. You know, I know this month is my birthday month, so there are at least I don't know. We got some. We actually have some fun ones this month. Um, we're just trying to hold off February as long as we can. Pete. Uh, <laughs> we still don't know what we're covering as we record this, so you guys are going to be probably just as surprised as uh, by it as we are. So we will see what it brings. I'm looking but. forward to it. I am to a degree, you know, I think the uh, not knowing like he could totally surprise the hell out of me with his selections and I'll be like, oh, this isn't as bad as I, you know how you make things worse in your brain. Yeah. I'm hoping that's what's happening yeah, in your now. head. You're waiting to go to the dentist. That's what's happening right now. In all reality, I'm hoping the dentist is one of the horror movies. We're covering. <laughs> 
Uh, and you know, we did a commercial, so, you know, please go check out everybody at the give me back my podcast network. We have good beer, bad movie night with our brother Pete. We have monster movie stomp down. We have give me back my pro wrestling. So plenty of content out there to take in. All of us are ready for the new year, new stuff coming. Um, it's a lot of fun, man. We're just going to keep plugging along, man. And we appreciate everyone that listens and shares us. And thank you for everything in 2022. It was seriously humbling. Yeah. Please just stop killing everyone. Stop. Stop celebrities dying constantly. I, I need a break. At I need a year, back a year back off. Back to back to back to back. I need a year off. That's all I'm asking. No one. None of my heroes get to die. And now 27 of them are probably going to. Uh, I just jinxed us, Nate. All right, buddy. I, I, I think we're done here. All right, Charlie, what's the good word? Bad boys, bad boys, what you going to do? What you going to do when they come for you? You really got to learn the words. So, why didn't we get Pete on this one? You know, I'm not quite sure why we didn't get Pete. Like, I keep bringing this stuff up to him, and it's like, I've never seen that, or I haven't watched it. Yeah, I don't understand, like, like his thought process, because, like, he'll watch some movie on Tubi that no one's ever heard of that's, like, got a 1.7 on an IMDb, and then he's like, oh, but I've never seen, like, I don't know, Creed or something. Yeah, it's weird. I wonder if anyone else has had that problem. What about Lethal Weapon? No. You've seen Die Hard, do No. Bad Boys 2? No. You ain't seen Bad Boys 2?